0: Welcome to the iSoftPole Main Course Podcast, where we get straight to the point, the meat and potatoes. Now let's dig in. Welcome to the iSoftPole Main Course Podcast. Today we're speaking with Sean Tenney. He's our Business Development Vice President here at iSoftPole, and he's an expert in integrations and has been speaking to a lot of different CRMs and web forms and end users that want to get integrations. So today we're going to be talking about integrations. Let's dive in. All right, Sean, so... You've dealt with a lot of customers that want integrations, um, both full feeds, credit report and score view, the intelligence indicator. So let's talk about our three different integrations and why people want to use them. So let's first start with the full feed. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about that and why somebody would want a full feed? Sure. So with a full feed, that's for a
1: customer that wants raw credit data dumped directly into a system that they're already either uh, interpreting the data or using it in. Um, they, they're familiar with credit data. That platform that they're going to be pushing it into already has security certifications that are up to a certain standard. Um, there's some familiarity there with the data, and they really want the, um, you know, the whole enchilada, as it were. So can anybody get the full feed? Not just anybody, whatever platform or, or ecosystem that's going to be containing the raw credit data needs to meet a certain level of security um, standards, right? Um, typically that's achieved through audit level compliance. Um, you know, they they can be kind of cumbersome uh, for some like newer or smaller businesses to really get one of those done. Um, but if it's a really flushed out system that's gone through security audits, um, maintains different levels of data uh, certification, uh, it should be fairly straightforward to get someone like that set up
0: yeah and so for the audience listening we're talking about SOC 2 level 2 uh, compliance right that kind of audit or ISO 27001 compliance audit maybe even a PCI DSS uh, level compliance audit but the bureaus really require us before we give a full feed to somebody to make sure that the data where we are sending the data that the data is going to be secure so Um, An easy way to do that is to make sure that your software that you are ingesting the data at has one of those aforementioned um, security audits. But not everybody has that security audit and they still want an integration. Talk to us a little bit about that and what types of integrations you've seen that people want um, when they're not secure.
1: So at the end of the day, the our customers are looking for a way to make the data work for them in a format that fits their business. If they can't do the full feed, a lot of the times what someone really wants is, well, I just want to be able to find out the result of the credit poll or what to do with somebody once it gets to my system, right? Um, now, without going into a full feed, um, you can use the intelligence indicator in our platform, which is going to push the result or an interpretation of the credit report into the host system, right? Your LOS, your CRM, um, you know, your form, your spreadsheet, wherever you're going to be using that data for your business. Um, now the intelligence indicator is going to push it out. It's going to go in there and you tell us what, you know, what's gold, silver, bronze, platinum. Great. Um, you know, ready to go right now, ready to go next week that goes in there. That's a great way to utilize it as well. Um, the other thing you can do is the credit report score and link. Um, now this can be, uh, this can be also pushed out the same way. So the employee in the CRM is going to have the ability to essentially click a button. You have a single sign on. It's going to pull the credit report up so they can see it, right? Um, all achievable, right? With the employee not having to leave their host system or their normal system they're using already right now in the workplace.
0: So let's talk about why somebody wants an integration. Like, why don't they just want to use our portal?
1: Why install another app when you can use the one you already have, right? Um, our end users, you know, business professionals to have two, five, 10, 15, 20 things they need to log in to check, get into, um, you know, we want to make it easy for our customers. Right. And that's why hence integrations.
0: Yeah. So I've seen them done from a CRM, um, also from a website. Let's talk about the specific business models, right? Maybe solar, for example, of, of how a solar person would use our CRM.
1: Sure. So just we'll start at the very front end of it, right? A solar appointment setter, right? right? These are sometimes 1099 employees, like maybe they're just working at a call center. Um, you know, they're not too familiar with credit. All they need to know when they're setting the appointment is to give the person going on the appointment uh, a heads up of like what level of credit or qualification or which lender is going to be a really good fit for them, right? So what they're going to do, right? And they're they're in their CRM appointment center, et cetera. Et cetera. Um, they're going to plug in. They're going to plug in some basic information about the customer. They're going to have a button probably built out that says "Pull Credit." Right? It's going to pull the report and it's going to come back with in te- an intelligence indicator. Right? Um, you know, and however they want to call it. Right? Maybe it's Tier One, Tier Two. Um, hey, send the send the guy that's really good at talking to people with great credit. Send the guy that you know deals with, with customers with challenged credit on that appointment. Right. Now the employee in the call center, very low risk. There's low data exposure. All they know is Sally
0: is silver or John is gold, you know, or Peter is bronze. Yeah. So to give you guys some background, uh, as you're listening, when you're setting up our intelligence indicator API, first you go into our platform and you would set up like different buckets or different tiers, right? So maybe you're your highest risk people that you're willing to deal with are maybe 600 to 650. So you put that as one bucket, we'll call that like, you know, high risk. Uh, maybe 650 to 700 is medium risk and anybody above a 700 credit score is very low risk. So we'll name these APIs high risk, low risk, medium risk. And when your call center employee is in in uh, making phone calls and they click in the CRM pull credit, they're going to receive high risk, low risk, medium risk back. So they actually don't see the credit score. They just see what level of risk it is. Um, And maybe you can talk to us, Sean, about why a company wouldn't want to give the actual credit data to a low paid employee, for example. Maybe there's high risk there. I don't know. Sure.
1: So, you know, we're, you know, we're in California. It's a state that has a lot of, uh, uh, you know rules around personal identifying information on consumers, and like what you you know can and can't do as far as protecting the data of a consumer. Um, generally speaking, having data go as few places as possible and as few data elements as possible, in general, right, is a good business practice. It reduces your liability. Just makes everyone sleep easier at night. Um, you know, not having the ability to uh, pull a credit report. You know, it can remove the temptation for an employee that's like, oh, well, like I want to look in this person's credit report. They don't really need to be in there in the first place, right? All they need to know to get the job done is high risk, low risk, medium risk. Right. And at the end of the day, um, you know, a uh, an intelligence indicator is oftentimes as much as
0: anyone needs. Yeah. So a lot of our customers, they really come to us and they they originally state that they want to see the score, but to you know, kind of recite what Sean was just saying is they actually don't need to score. They just need to know the level of qualification of the particular borrower. Um, so let's talk about that same thing. Maybe there's a rep in a field, right? So how does that play out for a rep in a field that wants to know on the fly a level of qualification?
1: The same way, right? As long as they're using a secure device on a secure network, um, you know, obviously companies aren't going to Um, you know, have their sales reps accessing a CRM from the Starbucks Wi-Fi, right? Um, You know, so sales rep in the field, same deal, secure device, secure link. um, You know, they have access to a CRM, they can do it that way, right? With the intelligence score indicator, um, you know, same way. There wouldn't necessarily be any
0: type of change. Yeah, so that goes for people at home shows or on the road or wherever they're at, right? The benefit of the intelligence indicator is to give the employee an understanding of the client's creditworthiness without actually having to show them the score. Um, so this is great for phone agents that are on the fly. If they're banging phones or taking inbound phone calls, they click a button and they get to understand the person's creditworthiness right there without having to analyze everything. So that goes off what we would call the credit score limit. So you just go on our platform and you see the different score limits. Um, I want to talk briefly about the credit report and score view API. So this is a guy that wants to see the credit report and they want to see it from their platform. Can you tell us a little bit about how that works?
1: Very simply, right? You're going to be in your native platform, whatever you're using, you're going to pull, you're going to obviously have the report pulled, you know, probably programmatically, right? With the name and address, again, same button. Pull credit the return is going to be a pop-up and it's single sign-ons enabled you're going to go right in there and the report's going to pop up for you it's not going to populate necessarily inside your crm and the data is not going to spread out but
0: it's a it's just a contained pop-up that's going to come up for that employee so let's back up for a second some people want the full feed but they don't have secure can you tell us a little bit about how this gets us to the endpoint of um being able to see credit in the CRM without having the security of an ISO 27001 audit.
1: Yeah. So again, the um, you know we've kind of made a few distinctions, right? So the full the, the you know the raw data feed being ingested right requires the certifications, um, but inside a pop up window, which is essentially linked to our system, you kind of don't need the same things because we're the ones with security there, right? It's it's our window kind of popping up. It's a window within a window, if you will, right? People are familiar with iframes, they'll know what I'm talking about, um, but
0: window within a window, essentially. Sure. And so we've mainly been talking about end users that actually want to pull the credit. Let's let's shift the conversation to maybe some of our CRM uh, owners or operators out there and why having an a integration with credit might be beneficial to a CRM.
1: So CRMs develop plugins all the time with the goal in mind of making their CRM, um, you know, the pound for pound champion in the space, right? It's a very congested space. And like what really sets a CRM apart is the ability to be a one-stop shop and enable your customers to do whatever it is that they need to do to get business done, right? It's the purpose of CRM, Um, you know, so integrating with, with, with credit and having the ability to pull credit inside your CRM. Gives you a leg up because you're not, they're not having to uh, have your end users sign into a third-party system, you know, because the less time they're spending inside your CRM, the less brand loyalty you have, um, you, know, the less, you know, the less utility they're getting out of your product, right? But the more time they're spending in there with all these different plugins, especially credit, right, really gets the job done, makes the world go round. Yeah, I would talk
0: about it, too, in the in the scope of, you know, distinguishing yourself apart from other CRMs, right? Um, we use Zoho, and I like Zoho because it's integrated with everything. It's integrated with our books. It's integrated uh, with our website, forms. Um, what else is it integrated? Our chat, right? Zoho Sign Docs. Like, our Zoho Sign or our Zoho CRM is integrated with all of our applications. And so for the CRM listeners out there that actually own CRMs or might want to uh, think about getting credit in your CRM, I think it's a good, it's a good play where one of your customers might go somewhere else to that has credit, right? So next, let's talk about forms and integrating credit into a form. And, and before we, you know, dive into that, let's talk about what a pre-qualification form does on a website. Um maybe you can share with us some of your end user's experience about lead generation with softballs on a form.
1: So using a form on your website, um, you know, the contact box typically is like here's a quick value proposition or here get some information from us or you know, download my ebook, right? It's it, usually get a lead right off of a website. It's to take that web traffic and we're gonna convert it into something useful for the business. Um, now when you add in credit, right? with the pull credit check, generally speaking, name, address, consent, you're getting a full credit report and a FICO score, you know, that takes that lead from being something unknown to being a more known commodity. Um, you know, so the, the ability of having a pull is you can add the form, you know, or, you know, basically with a, um, you know, via API, your form can simply be pulling credit, the existing form you have right now. And how does that work with respect to an integration with us? So it's integrating at the um, at the front at the very like beginning of the process, right? Um, you know, because in an API call, the data is going from the form, you know, submission source to us, bureau back to us, back to end user, right? Um, this is strictly the very
0: front end of an integration. So for our listeners out there who haven't considered using forms before, just a little background. I'll, I'll give my color on it too. When somebody goes to a website you might've seen get pre-qualified now if you're shopping for a credit card or even Carvana these days says get pre-qualified, see how much of a loan you can get for a car and which car might be suitable based on your credit. So what our integration does is exactly that for small businesses is that a lead can go to a form and you can advertise on your website, get pre-qualified now, see how much funding you can get available, see what your financing options are. And when your consumer fills out that form, We're going to run our intelligence indicator like described before, and then you can then do a URL redirect based on the credit. So if they're the high risk, medium risk, or low risk, you can send them to a different URL based on their credit and give the appropriate messaging on an email marketing campaign based on their credit. You could also fire custom conversions um, and fire your pixel dependent upon what URL they go to. So having a web form with the prequal integrated with an API is very beneficial to those people doing website traffic or lead generation um, for for lenders and brokers. Okay, so um, let's talk about setup and what it actually takes for somebody to get an API. Let's talk about the flow. Let's talk about understanding the process. So let's assume, you know, I am a business owner and I want to get an API. I talk to you on the phone. How does somebody implement that?
1: So, you know, so I think in somewhere else in our in our video series or our knowledge base, you can kind of see what it takes to get set up with iSoftball in general. But um, that's a more, you know, that's the mundane process to get the API process set up. Um, you know, and uh, just uh, I think, you know, Danny could probably attest to this. It wasn't easy getting set up with all the bureaus, right? There's a there's a whole process to it and they vet our ecosystem as part of that process. We had to demonstrate how iSoftPull keeps credit data safe, how it's accessed, etc. Um the same thing for a business owner, if you want to remove the credit data from our ecosystem and put it into your ecosystem, we just have to understand what that looks like from a data security standpoint. Um you know, it's rather simple, right? Uh if the credit report if it's just a, if it's just an intelligence result coming out, if it's just a, a credit score link coming out, it's a little bit easier, right? All we need to know is essentially what's the process flow, right? Where's the consumer interacting with the business? Um, you know, are they using this form? Are you manually entering it, right? Um, how is that traveling uh, to us? Is it from your CRM? Is it from a form, right? When it hits us, what do you want what do you want to happen with that? Like, you know, magic, you know, magic wand here. What do you want to happen with the with the data? And then when it comes back, who's seeing that? Where is it going? What's the messaging the consumer gets, just so we understand the entire interaction?
0: Yeah. And so to, to kind of touch on that, we're basically asking for a flow chart, right? Um, talk to us about submitting, like actually submitting screenshots or Talk to us about specifically in the flowchart and any screenshots that we might need. Sure. So there's two kinds of,
1: there's two things we're really looking for in the flowchart. One, how is consent being captured if you are not using an existing paper form, right? Or if you are, we document that anyway, but how is consent being captured is item one. And then where do you want the data to go is item number two. Um, you know, a description description is great, you know, an email back is great, but a picture, it's worth a thousand words. Uh, you know, so we really have to get like, like screenshots of um, you know, what the flow looks like, or um, you know, kind of an overview to like step by step laid out in kind
0: of a chart. What other considerations, now that we've talked about, you know, flow charts and compliance, just give me some of the conversations that you've had with your clients and the wants and needs that they've had, just generally speaking. You know, I
1: think A lot of the times with my customers that aren't necessarily lending themselves, um, they want to make sure that they're programmatically figuring out what to do with somebody from moment number one, just to save as much time as possible. Um, They don't want their employees having to do a ton of credit discovery. They want to avoid the question of, well, what do you think your credit is, right? Or um, can you go get me a copy of your credit report? They're trying to cut all that out. Start with a really good know your customer tool. Save time there for the employee. So, like the the person behind the desk that's doing the loans, you know, are trying to refer somebody on to be like, well, what's the best funding option for this person, right? They, they know instantly. And a lot of the times, if you're using forms, you're gonna get that off the website. So when the lead comes in, you already know you already know how the movie ends, right? You just have to you just have to walk through that conversation with the consumer. Um, you know, that takes the uh,
0: uh, you know a lot of business owners don't like surprise endings. Yeah. So it's about the efficiency. It's about the time spent with the customer and really serving the customer the right message based on their credit.
1: Well, I think ultimately, like if you're a business owner and you're thinking about, right, do I integrate? Do I not integrate? um, It really comes down to how efficient do you want to be? How tailored do you want your employees process to be? Is it really that scary to integrate? No, we just need, you know, we need a couple pictures, right? We just need an understanding of what you want to do. Oh, well, I'm just, a, I'm using the system into the portal right now. Like, should I integrate, right? Like ultimately, um, you know, it's like, how much convenience do you want, right? And that's the question that I think a lot of our, our users might be asking themselves. And if you've listened like this far into it, you're probably someone that wants to integrate. But, you know, on the off chance that you're still thinking about it, you know,
0: how efficient do you want your business to be? So let's assume that I've made the decision that I want an integration. Um, talk, to, talk to me about implementation and like how that actually goes down and the kind of support that I can get as a business owner or a CRM that wants to integrate. So if you have your own in-house development team, fantastic. We love that.
1: Um, and we're, and we're here to help them and support them with any information they need. Um, let's say you don't. Um, we do have our own in-house team that we're able to kind of lease out uh, to our customers, like on a case-by-case basis, um, you know, that can also help with that as well.
0: So, okay, so I've made the decision that I want to do the API. I have the team. I've got my flow. Where's the documentation? and How do I learn more about that? Documentation is on our website.
1: Easy to use, easy to download. Um, give us a call, shoot us an email. We can say you have a sandbox. You can really get in there and start testing it, right? Test the connectivity, test
0: your process flow, and really get the ball rolling. Awesome. Well, I think that was a great conversation, Sean, Um, informed our listeners about APIs, how they work. Once again, just to summarize it, whether your company wants to have a full feed and ingest the data right in your software, whether you want just a yes or no, is this guy pre-qualified, what level he is, or if you're a CRM that wants credit integrated, you can use any of our APIs. The three of them are the full feed, credit report, and score view, as well as the intelligence indicator. Our documentation is listed on our website. You can go ahead and find it in our desk and resource center. Check it out, isoftpool.com. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to the next episode. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the main course for Straight to the Point Business Insights.